Welcome to She Says Says with the Drum Studios, powered by Scramble Studios and in association with Frank and Lively. My name is Sunu Singh, your host today, and I'm talking to She Says, a global organization focusing on the engagement, education, and advancement of women in the creative industries. She Says is celebrating its 10th anniversary, and to mark the occasion, I have co-founder Laura Jordan Bambach and the new president, Fabiana Xavier. Hello and Hello, welcome. Hi. Uh, 10 years old today. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Um, Laura, is it true that you actually started, she says, after finding yourself on the stage as one of the token women at too many advertising <laughs> events? Absolutely, actually. When Ali and myself met, it was because at every, I guess, digital design, creative, festival, conference, we were always the only two women on stage. So we got to know each other. It was like, oh, hi, woman. Hi, other woman. Um, and we just got to, you know, to talking about why that is, what the issue is, and the fact that we weren't seeing any women even applying for very junior jobs in the industry. Does it come as a surprise um, that gender diversity or the lack of it is such a problem, especially in advertising and agencies? Because surely this is the industry where we are supposed to celebrate everything that's that's talent, everything that's diverse, everything that's that's ideas. Does that not come as a surprise? You know, other industries. If you look at those, um, then you might think if it's if it's tech, for instance, even if it is lawyers, constructions, mm-hmm. there might be what we might see as glass ceiling. But advertising. Um, is yeah, I mean, look, I actually think, and and Fabi, jump in uh, mm-hmm. that it it almost works the other way because what we do creatively is so subjective. So it's not like you do really well, you get great exam results or what have you, or you make a great case and you, you know, you win the case for your client. And actually that can also be quite subjective to be fair. Um, you know, what we do is so incredibly subjective that it comes down to someone else's opinion of whether you're good or not, or someone else's opinion about whether your work's good or not. Um, which actually means that, uh, it, it, it's been run forever on this idea of meritocracy, which just doesn't really exist. Perhaps one could say that men think differently from women, <laughs> so men, so men tend to prefer ideas that are created by men because they can identify with, and they don't see the merit of perhaps different ideas that come from a, dif- a different point of view, a different experience. So that could come from women or people from different backgrounds. And I think also in our industry, particularly as creative people, you need to make yourself heard. You, you know, you need to, your ideas need to rise to the surface. Um, and there are both, you know, issues with women really being able to feel like they can speak up because, of course, that's a social construct. Um, and also with, uh, with, with men or with actually the patriarchy, it's not men, it's actually everyone, not valuing and not hearing what women have to say. One of the... Um... One of the suggestions that we're putting out there, um, you know, on how to sort of make your make your female creatives heard or make the uh, you know the women in your in your agencies heard is actually when you have a, this is like a, a practical idea that we're going to give people that they could implement in their agency. So, for example, that every meeting has like a a chairman or a chairwoman of a meeting, and that person will make sure that every member of that meeting will be heard and will feel like they've been heard. So make it quite formal. And then with time, this will become natural. 
you know, uh, obviously you are celebrating your 10th mm-hmm. uh, anniversary. Um, I'm curious to find out what is the kind of change you've seen in the last 10 years? Clearly, there hasn't been such a massive shift Mm. Uh, because if we were to look at the numbers yes. or, mm. or total gender pay gap, 18% mm. and mm-hmm. nearly, and that's nearly half a century since the equal pay gap uh, yes. came into place. And to get that, it, um, the, the pundits are saying it'll be mm. another century before we close that gap. Yeah, as well. I mean, it's certainly not closing fast enough. You, you, I mean, that, that, but there has been some change. So, you know, when I was talking about mm. when she says first started, mm. There were no women even applying for jobs, not even these junior jobs. And so the issue for us and where we started was how do we get women from tertiary education or from kind of mm. pre-employment into employment for the first time? And where on earth are these women going if they're not coming in from art, design, advertising courses into the industry? Like what what roles are they actually taking? So that was where we started. And that's been really, I guess, the progression of She Says has been the progression of the industry. So there are more women at that younger level now uh then you know the next issue is trying to tackle well how do you help them to move up the career ladder because women were getting stuck down at the bottom so then you tackle those bits and now i guess after 10 years what we're seeing sort of globally across the organization is that there are a number of different things at a number of different stages of a woman's career all the way up to the very top where you get you know th- only three percent in the uk of ecds and and, and chief creative officers are women, so that's. It, it, it takes time. It takes mm. it. It takes longer than ten years, and yeah. and you know, I think now we gather the good momentum, but it took time to to gather that momentum as well. Mm. You know, you know, talking about taking time, we had remember for those of us with long memories, remember we had Neil French mm-hmm. at WPP saying um, the reason why we don't have enough women creatives is because all females are crap. <laughs> yes. Uh, then we had uh, the infamous uh, Kevin Roberts mm-hmm. uh, as well. Yeah, we've had uh, you know someone closer to home, I believe, saying you wouldn't expect a woman to come back off maternity leave and be a great creative director um, because you wouldn't expect an athlete to yeah. go away and then come back and win a gold medal. I was like, oh. <laughs> yes. Mm. What I'm trying to basically say is that we've had, as an industry, our, our own post-Weinstein moments. Mm-hmm. But mm. I'm just wondering that because of the Me Too, mo- um, uh, Me Too movement and also the post-Weinstein, Fabiana, as the new president, do you mm. think now is the time to get really excited? Because we, we mm. have entered that third absolutely. wave of feminism. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now is the time. I am very excited. We all are. Like I said, I feel like there is a, a momentum now. People feel like they can be heard, that things can change, that they can put themselves out there and they will change things. And uh, Do you give mm-hmm. out any, any kind of practical tips to, not just to women, but to organisations? Because what we're talking about is a, a structure. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. probably a redefinition of, of power itself mm-hmm. that we need. You know, how how do we break through those barriers? Then? Yeah, I mean, I think that's where we work really well in collaboration with uh, other organisations, like you know, Creative Equals, for example. Mm-hmm. So whilst we are very much, you know, we always have been a grassroots organisation. We've got forty thousand members around the world. We're in over forty cities, um, and we are about empowering those women, building that network, mentoring growing their careers, making them smarter so that they can go back into their workforce, you know, more confident, smarter with the answers to the things that they may not have known before in a very, very safe environment. Um, You know, so that's really what we are about is kind of stretching and growing those women 
creative vehicles are coming in and then from the other end tackling some of those structural issues and it's when we come together I think where the, you know there's this incredible mm-hmm. power. Because as an industry do you also think that some of these things that are being said have been said already is also because there is almost this uh, not only just attitudinal pro- um, problems of course but also lack of data so yes. we, we haven't mm, provided yes. any kind of st- mm. statistical evidence to say this is mm. a real problem. Yes, but actually, if, if you think about the wider diversity issue, we've got McKinsey, obviously, that, that is not a new report. True. We did the Great British Diversity Experiment now almost two years ago, which proved that diverse teams make better creative work. And yet things aren't moving there either. It is, you know, I think statistics are great. Mm. You know, they're part of the solution, but just showing people the business facts people are not rational creatures even people in business Mm. I don't think are rational creatures people are starting to realize that having a more diverse and more gender neutral um, industry uh, agency makes business sense Mm -hmm. you know I've been having lots of conversations with um, heads of agencies and more and more clients uh, are asking for uh, you know a gender equal uh, Pitch, pitch group, pitch team, or a, you know, a team on their account. My my greatest fear is that ten years on, mm-hmm. I'll probably be having, if not the same, the sim- mm-hmm. similar conversations. Do you think I'm right to be worried about that? Yeah, uh, look, I think mm. these things are, they are really <laughs> systemic. They're going to take a while to change, but things are changing. Mm. Um, and you know what what she says is very much focused on is, you know, we will have the conversation about diversity, but we don't have monthly events to talk about the diversity issue every month. We have monthly events to Mm -hmm. train women in, you know, what's happening in the latest tech, what the latest trends are, what the best work is to connect them with the best creative directors around the world and to make them just so extraordinary that they, you know, Mm -hmm. together lift Mm -hmm. each other up. And I think that is, you know, that's Mm -hmm. been the strength of our organisation, why it's grown so fast. Because mm-hmm. clearly the dream, yeah. or, or, and I'm sure that you, you would share that as well, mm. is to have a diverse um, set of people, and I'm not just talking about mm. gender, but talking about business issues, issues yes. yeah. you know, that we are all experts in, that we can talk about. So it's not just talking about, about gender and equality mm-hmm. and inclusion. Sure. Um, yeah, our organisation is very much focused on women, on the gender issue. And obviously, we try and cover diversity as much as we can because we believe that's good too. But we need to focus. We need a focus here. And that's what we are focused on. And also, you know, and that's why we work with other organisations like Mm -hmm. Token Man from the other side, you know, like Disability, which is an amazing programme that that Silliman Khan has recently set up, you know, just really trying to do a similar thing. Yeah in terms of disability in the industry, because I tell you what, if there's anyone poorly served by um, by our industry, it is people yeah. with a disability. Yeah, that's true. You know, talking to both of you, and because you obviously mentioned uh, Creative Equals run by Ali Hannan, uh, it's just struck to me that um, you are from Brazil, uh, mm-hmm. Fabiana, <laughs> uh, and uh, Laura, born, brought up in Australia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was born and brought up in, in India. Um, mm-hmm. Ali is not from the UK either. Is no. there is there an uh, outsider's perspective here that um, that means that we have sort of almost like a broader scope on how that's we're looking at things? A, that's a really interesting question. It's something mm. that I mm. think about a lot, mm. actually. <laughs> um, I think to some extent you can't help but see the world mm. with different eyes when you come somewhere for the first time. 
I mean, I came True. here as an adult. You came here as an as an You're adult, very young adult. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you know, Ali Ali Lario, who's my co-founder, she's also from Brazil. She's from Brazil as well. Yeah. She as well sort of came here in her twenties. Uh, as did uh, I. Yeah. 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 And it does make you. I, I think it's good for everyone to get out and see a different culture, but it does make you kind of see things with a new lens. It does, and kind of give you a, a drive. I don't know, you know, once once you're made in London, you, you just have that strength, isn't it, that you can carry on and, and change things <laughs> yeah. further, I think. <laughs> yeah, when you go to the small, smallest fish in the biggest pond, it's exactly, like, right, I'm yeah. going to do it. Okay. So it gives you that sense of determination, it, it doesn't does, it? It does, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just wondering whether, you know, other people who, are, who will probably listen to this, who are probably listening to this, and, mm. and obviously watching all the uh, good work uh, mm. that she says um, yeah. brings to the fore, whether there is any kind of inspiration there in trying to therefore open its uh, doors wide open. Um, I don't know whether that mm. is one um, mm. s- dynamic that is mm. being explored by, by businesses in our industry. Yeah, I mean, certainly in terms of our growth, all of our growth has come through women who've been to an event somewhere in the world. So it mm-hmm. might be someone from Singapore who's come to an event in London or, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, someone from Texas who's gone to an event in New York and has gone, wow, this is actually really great and I yeah. want to do this. So the way that we work is really, it's a franchise model, really, mm-hmm. except on a volunteer basis where we give, you know, the support, the ethos, the you know, the manifesto, the logos, the logins, the emails, all of those kinds of things are held globally. And then those really committed women from those areas just take it and they run with it and they adapt it as well to what works in their local market. So in Amsterdam, got an amazing woman called Kerry Finch uh, running She Says in Amsterdam um, and she, you know, rather than doing monthly events, she does I think three or four a year but there's hundreds and hundreds of people in attendance mm-hmm. and it's sort of a really big uh, sort of really big high impact mm-hmm. events whereas mm-hmm. somewhere like Vienna I think we've only had two or three events and it's it's not really working for them yet at the moment, we're trying to f- kind of figure events. out every country and every city is different Yeah, perhaps here because maybe because we've got a bigger tech scene We've got a lot more present in social, mm. you know, our social, we have social media campaigns, that are a lot more, you know, as mm. well as the events, we have that and we have women sort of coming to us with ideas for like apps and, you know, perhaps tech solutions as well. Mm. It, it changes, isn't it? Every mm. market is different. I'm just wondering, in order to give this industry, our industry, a, a, you know, kick in the arse almost. Yeah. What do you think uh, is is there one thing that we you know we can all do or collectively mm-hmm. ask the industry to, uh, for for that to happen? Because clients are already wading into this conversation. So you've yeah. got yeah. someone as as mm-hmm. big as uh, HP and and General Mills asking uh, yeah. agencies yeah. to yeah. up their gender ratio. Yeah. That can only be a good mm-hmm. thing. I just wonder what next. From Keep going. Po- yeah. Keep going <laughs> from strong. My, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and from my point of view. You, you have, you know, actually talking about this yesterday, but you know, you have the agency to make a change. She says started off the back of two people mm. and then with a group of 10 women in London and it has grown. You know, there are amazing things that are really making change around the world. Um, when we set up the Vows last year, which was the film festival in Cannes to show the amazing women of uh, uh, sort of creative directors and film directors from around the world because they do not get equal footing in those kind of places. That was literally a conversation with a really committed woman from New York who runs a film festival there, and we just said, 
we've got to do it. Let's hire a cinema. And we went and we hired a cinema mm. and we begged Broad and Steel to get the money to do it. I've only been doing this for like a month and it's amazing what you can do when you just tell women, yes, you can do it. Yeah. Honestly, I think for the part, I've, I've only, only in this last, not even four weeks yet, I've had so many women come to me and say, I want to do this, I want to do that. But I don't think um, I've got enough experience. I don't think I've got time. I don't think I just said, look, shut up. Yes, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Just do it. You know, I'll introduce you to this person that can help you with the sort of admin or logistics or whatever you want to do, and you will do it. And I put them down and I say, look, I don't want to hear any more excuses. You are doing it. <laughs> All of a sudden, they do it. They start doing. It. They send me emails like two days later, say yes. I've already contacted them and we've got a, a, you know, a place to host an event or we've got, I don't know, someone to help out with the graphics and they just, yeah. they're now doing it. You've just got to kick the door in, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you will, be, you will be doing this. Well, obviously what you're talking about is, is that lack of confidence then, I, I suppose, because mm. is that because the, the, the framework that we all have in our heads of a leader, of a business leader, tends to be primarily a man or someone in a suit. I think it's also people just tend to ask for permission, don't they? They or they ask. They well, is that say, a very British thing, probably? Maybe, and they sit back and they wait for a brief, or they wait to be told yeah. they need to do something. Yeah. At, and yeah, just that change of mindset of you know what I could I could try it. It could and be that, a that, total failure, but at least yeah. I've given it a go. And that is a bigger conversation. That is like you know how women are educated, how mm-hmm. women are treated, you know, at home, at school. That is a bigger, bigger conversation mm. that hopefully what we do will help change as well. So can I ask them then, is there a responsibility that the advertising industry needs to shoulder on that account? Because obviously for too long, the way women have been framed in advertising yes. mm. and the, the dialogues they've mm. had with women, be it, in, be it be mums or working women or however they mm. might see them. So there is a bit of onus on the industry. Yeah, itself. look, I think mm. absolutely that's mm. the other side of things is mm. we've just got to start making better work and there's no excuse not to do it. Mm. I mean, there's none. There's absolutely no reason why I can't go out there and take whatever brief I'm working on now and make sure that I'm putting a more progressive view of society as a whole into that piece of work. The sheer volume of the stories that we are hearing now, yep. whether it yeah. is to do with sexual harassment, whether it is to yeah. do with mm. just the makeup of, of uh, certain agencies. Yep. Um, mm. And uh, FMCG marketer I interviewed uh, last month, um, the biggest FMCG in the world, so not naming any yep. names, yep. but uh, yep. <laughs> there's only one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, she said that she feels ashamed that mm. if uh, she were to be asked to name one um, female ECD, that she would have worked in mm. her time during uh, her yeah. time in the industry yeah. in the last uh, 12 to 15 yeah. years, she wouldn't be able to name any because yeah. yeah. she has seen uh, female account directors, she's yep. seen fe- mm-hmm. female planners, but mm. she's never ever come across yeah. a mm. female creative yeah. lead. Yeah, I mean, I, th- this is mm. part of the problem. We need yeah. to make rock stars out of the female creative leads that are out there. True. And we need to not just be talk, getting them to talk about women. And, you know, that, that, that was the thing that annoyed me about Cannes last year is it felt like all the female creatives, mm. and they are really trying to change, and I appreciate that greatly. And, you know, they have embraced she says and what she says are doing, so don't get me wrong there. But, you know, all the creative women they're speaking, we're all speaking about the lack of women in the industry or how women are portrayed in advertising, which are very important subjects, but at the expense of 
look at my am I allowed to swear look at my absolutely fucking amazing work like look how good I am as a creative she may not have come across a female ECD but she may have and she may not just remember it because that guys sing louder about their own stuff yeah on the, and, and and that's where and that's where mm. we come in the, this year you know on the sort on the everyday giving giving people a platform you know we've got um a couple of initiatives that we're putting in place one of them uh probably will be called she says open briefs is to give women women in the industry that feel like they're not being given the opportunity to to show off their potential we can give them this opportunity to to do work that they could show you know to potential employers to could enter awards um and give them the visibility that they deserve on that note uh, thank you very much to my guests uh, Fabiana and and Laura <laughs> and um let's make rock stars out of us yeah. all to your host Sunu saying bye bye and thank you to my two wonderful guests Laura and Fabiana and thank you also to Scramble Studios and Frank and Lively do tune back to listen to the next podcast from She says says with the Drum Studios beat <laughs>